0: A time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Reading this passage, speaks speaks a lot about seasons in life and how they alternate from things we may consider positive to the negative. And in our lives, we've got to understand that there are negative seasons on the horizon. They are going to come. And we can recall a lot of those seasons in the past that may have been negative. But we're never promised an easy life. Rather, we are promised that the Lord will always be there. And in the negative seasons in life, if we stay rooted in faith, God will bring us out. And he'll bring us into those positive seasons. And this may seem difficult to understand for those who have experienced a lot of negativity in their life. But filling our hearts and our minds with the Word of God allows us to constantly remind ourselves that God is faithful. And there will be at some point in each one of our lives a transition from this mortal life into immortality where things are going to be a lot better. Until then, we're stuck in this life. In Hebrews 12.1 it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses... Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So he is our example. And in his life, think about the seasons he had in his ministry. There were times of triumph, there were times of persecution, times of joy, times of sorrow. He had it all. And what did all that work get him? Got him nailed to the cross. So when I feel sorry for myself, I just think about the beating that Jesus took, that march down to the cross, and then he hung there naked until he died. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have a lot to complain about. And his final words on the cross in John nineteen thirty, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, "It is finished," and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. So, what was finished? Well, that sacrificial system was finished. You used to have to bring in an animal, and through the ceremonial sacrifice of that animal, your sin was symbolically placed on that animal. The animal was then killed. And so they paid for your sin. Well, now the sin of the world have been put on Jesus, and this is God's plan, that he paid for all of our sin, past, present, and future. So the sin issue with us was dealt with on the cross, and that process was finished. Now it's through faith in him that we are cleansed from our sin. It's a life of obedience. It's a life of loving God. So what does this have to do with seasons and marriage? A whole lot. In all of our seasons, we're going to have good times and bad times. Just kind of happens. There's going to be seasons that are good. There's going to be good and bad within the seasons. Just a part of life. And in the good times, we got to remember, I need to praise God. Continually be thankful for what I have. And in those bad times, get to praying more fervently aligning our will with God's will and seeking his direction. And we should really be doing this all the time. But for some reason, I think human nature, it just drives us to that point where when things are good, we forget about God. In Proverbs 30 verse 7, two things I ask of you, deny them not to me before I die. Remove from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. If I have too much, I forget God. If I have too little, I profane the name of God. And I believe this ties into what Jesus was referring to when he taught his disciples how to pray. When he said, give us this day our daily bread, just give me enough for the day, Lord, and I'll be fine. I trust you. I'm not asking for all this stuff. Just give me what you think I need and I'm good with that. We get in that mindset and things are going to change. Things are going to be good. So. With this in mind, I wanted to share some of the seasons and what I learned from them. And so that first season in a marriage, you have the wedding, then the honeymoon season where things are new and exciting, especially for those who wait to move in together and abstain from sex until the wedding, which we didn't do. But those people that do that, they start their life off as a totally new adventure. Do it the way we did it and the wedding, honeymoon, just, yeah, okay, whatever. More of the same is what it is. So that season begins and then in time, that honeymoon season kind of tapers off and things become somewhat normal, whatever that normal may be for the couple. Things become routine and I'm now learning about my spouse. I'm learning who they are and I'm learning about life more. I'm learning about paying bills, about doing dishes, about landlords, about all this kind of stuff. So it's a big learning curve that first season. But if that excitement is allowed to just kind of dwindle away, then it can be kind of mundane. So it's important at this point in the marriage to really grab onto the Lord and begin to pray together and begin to really read the word and seek the Lord because he ends up building that foundation solidly. And if you start your marriage on a solid foundation, that's a good place to be. If you start it on a false foundation or a shaky foundation, it's going to get bad real quick. It's just not going to be that good. This season also, it's where you learn how to deal with finances. And a lot of cases, it's pretty tight. You learn how to manage money. You learn how to pay rent. We managed our money well during this time. We were very poor we had no extra money. We were paycheck to paycheck, just scraping by. And we didn't have any bills, but we just didn't make that much money. And this period in our life taught us a lot about life in general and how to win with the resources that we have, how to deal with it, how to be happy with not having everything, which is something a lot of people would be very wise to learn. Once that season kind of comes to an end and things settle down and life is more stable, you have more money. This happened to us. Our second season together was a good season. I was making good money. My wife had a job. She was making good money. We had a lot of adventure. A lot of things that we were doing were really fun. The dreams that I had as a kid, I was able to fulfill all those dreams before I was 26 years old. That was pretty cool. But that taught me something too. We had money. We were doing all this cool stuff, but we were missing something. There was something that was not there that I just knew was supposed to be there. All those dreams didn't make me happy. There are seasons that happen when your job changes, and perhaps you have to move. That was my case. I separated from the military, and I came home without a job. I was overseas. We didn't have the internet back then. We had no real way of applying for jobs other than to mail an application, and I had no idea where I was going to go, what I was going to do. But this new season in our life, we went back to being poor because we were basically jumping into the unknown. This was a big step for us. Financially, we were prepared for the move. We'd been saving up for it because I had a date that I knew I was getting out. So I'm like, okay, let's save up so we can make this transition smooth. And we did. But this was all new. And so building this life from rock bottom was our task at hand. And this is where we found the Lord. This is when we came to Jesus and everything changed. But that season where we went from one place to another was very uncomfortable. There was a lot of anxiety involved in it. There was a lot of tension and a lot of what ifs, but we made the jump. Our seasons in life change when we start new careers, which is what happened to me. As a new believer, I had a brand new career in law enforcement. That was a big change. I was now working shift work, really weird days, and that affected our marriage. That affected everything, but we had to talk about it. And my wife was patient. She understood it. We knew this was the will of God, so we just kind of went along with it. And that ushered in a new season, children. We had children. We now were parents. Life was very different. We were now feeding a family of five, learning how to be parents, learning how to do this thing called parenthood, and that put a lot of strain on our marriage and also the new job. And add to this, God says you're going to start a new ministry. And I'm like, what? And that's the way God does things. He just says, here, here you go. Really? Uh, okay. Turned out to be a blessing. He said, okay, this is where you're going to ministry. I want you to do this. Okay. So now I was juggling a busy career, three kids, marriage, and a new ministry, and the stress put a lot of strain on our marriage. And we became distant like a lot of people do when life gets busy. And we knew this was going to happen. We understood that when we had kids and things got busy, that our marriage was going to be strained. We had already learned this from different people, from different marriage things that we went to, different marriage conferences, that kind of thing. We invested in our marriage, trying to figure out how to do this thing called life and not end up hating each other and divorce. We learned that, hey, when you guys have kids, you start a family, your marriage is going to take a back seat. And it did. And that was the case for about 10 years. That was a season that was very cool in the family side of things. We had great experiences. My wife homeschooled the kids. That was an experience. That was an adventure. They did fine. They did really well, actually. And the ministry was up and running. It was doing fine. So everything was kind of cool. But man, it was stressful. The strain on a marriage during a busy season in life, you have to hang in there. You have to talk about it. You have to make time for your marriage. And it's way better if before you have children, you talk about it and say, hey, just to let you know, I think when we have kids, things are going to get busy. We're going to become distant. We have to expect that that's going to happen. And when that happens, we need to be open and say, hey, I'm feeling kind of distant here. Let's get someone to watch the kids, and let's go out to dinner and just kind of hang out. Or let's just go down and do something. That's huge. Very important to do that. And in this time, I felt that my strength was lacking. I'm like, God, I'm really feeling weak. And verses like Psalm 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song, I give thanks to him. Those are the kind of verses I hung on to. And God gave me the strength. It was really awesome. Then the kids, they grow up into their teens. You now have a family with teenagers, and those years get really interesting, and we had a lot of interesting times in those years, but we hung in there. We stayed close to our family. We knew this was going to be a critical period in our lives, and so we did things together. We tried to connect as best we could and deal with the issues at hand in a way that didn't make our kids hate us. We did okay. Kids turned out fine. And again, it goes back to trusting in the Lord and leaning not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make your path straight. And he made our paths straight. So the kids grow up and now they're going to college or they're working and not much happening around the house. So the busy life now throttles back a little bit. And now we get time to rest and appreciate the life that we have. And I'm so grateful for this life that God's given us. And as a family, it's been really amazing. And in this time, it's time to reconnect with the spouses. Get back to that place where, yeah, we, we were married before we had kids. This is what we like to do. Our life is very much changed now. We're very different now. We had faith that God was going to bring us through this, and he did. And Paul writes in Second Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And he makes it sound so simple, but often it's not. It's hard walking by faith. It's hard constantly repenting of my wicked mind. It's hard putting up with all the garbage in the world. It's hard watching TV and seeing all the evil that's happening. It's hard trusting that everything's going to be okay if I simply have faith. Life is hard. And Jesus reminds us of that in Matthew 7, 14. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. And this verse always alarmed me. Not because Jesus said there's only few that are going to find life, but because that path is a hard one. It's like, what? I thought it was supposed to be easy. Nope. This is the real Jesus, not the fabricated Jesus of our day where everything's about blessing and prosperity. No, the real Jesus means business, and he doesn't submit to us. We submit to him. So as a reminder, when seasons get tough, remember, Jesus said it would. But don't forget that God is love, and love never fails. And if God is love, and love never fails, that means God will never fail. Then you get to the season where the kids are gone. You're alone. Maybe you can retire, maybe not. But life takes... A step back and you begin to appreciate all that you have and all that God has given you. A new season has come. Things have changed. And now our stress can drop down a few notches. We don't have to be a slave to an alarm clock anymore. And we can sit there and look back and say, you know what, God, even though we had some rough times, you were always there with us. And now he's with our kids and our marriage survived. And the thing that I'm most grateful for, I'm in this season where I can look back and just realize how good God is. I wish I could always have realized how good God is throughout those times. And I did many times, but I see it so much more clearly now. God is faithful in everything that he says. His word is true. We can trust it. We did. And all of the hard times we went through, we learned from those. We learned how to trust him. We learned how to become more humble. We learned how to repent of things that we may not even realize that we were doing that was wrong. We learned to draw closer to him. And for those difficult times, I am thankful. So the seasons in a marriage, they come, they change. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he will keep you, and he will guide you, and he'll bless you. Thank you.